So uh, at times like this, I always am curious about one thing, Mark, which is where do you think all this is going? I know that you like to keep a, a close finger on the pulse of development of uh, the use of technology to solve things. And so I'll bet you have some ideas about the future of uh, conversational AI, specifically in healthcare. What do you think? What are you looking forward to? Well, I think one of the brave new worlds uh, for conversational AI is just that patient care for the administrative side. I think that's going to, to help things a ton. Something a little bit behind the scenes though, that we as, as uh, users of a healthcare system probably aren't going to see directly is the intercommunication between let's say insurance companies and healthcare providers or specialists and your primary care physician or between legacy systems and electronic medical record systems. That uh, impedance mismatching that conversational AI can bring. There's a number of companies that are looking at that business to business angle um, uh, in healthcare. Conversational AI is a terrific tool to use for that. And that should help, uh, let's just say, lubricate uh, the, the behind the scenes transactions that happen when uh, you go on for care, admitted to a hospital, have a procedure, are in recovery, uh, ongoing therapy. But I suppose one area that is just wide open for conversational AI is in geriatric care. Now, with an aging population, the types, um, the types of procedures that are going to be needed, the types of care, that high-touch, high-tech combination, conversational AI is perfect for that. Mm -hmm. So I, I heard, I heard uh, someone once say that, look, uh, conversational AI is not going to put doctors out of business. However, it will put doctors who don't use conversational AI out of business. So, <laughs> kind of a uh, cut to the chase kind of an approach. Um, you know, I suppose you could use the same sort of evolution when computers came out. Computers aren't going to replace doctors, but they're going to replace doctors who don't use computers. That's certainly yeah. what we've seen as being true. So I think that analogy holds. You know, uh, of all that, I think you're right. And the part that is so uh, obvious when you say it, but um, but so fascinating to me is this idea of using conversational AI to act as this interstitial connective tissue between all the things that have been in place that have allowed us to deliver the care that we've been able to deliver up to this day with all the things that we hope to do. And there's so many things that are changing. The velocity with which drugs can be produced is changing and the demographics have changed and the amount of time that people live so that the procedures that they need later in life changes, all that stuff changes. And as we can start to eliminate some of the inefficiencies, then we can get better at delivering against all those things and make our doctors and specialists and other healthcare providers, you know, much more effective, cost-effective and more efficacious to their customers, which is really what matters. So I think this is super cool. I tell you what, this is um, an area where I never expected to see so much business value from something that's so simple to say, conversational AI. I yeah. just love it. By the way, I've been noticing, I've been watching on Zoom here and there's like a little bump on your ear. I Googled it. Turns out you've got leprosy. So <laughs> right there. Right when there. I Googled it, it turned out it was brain cancer. So I don't know. Oh, goodness. I don't know which one it is. <laughs>